podcast is part of the Pod Syndicate family. For more criminally compelling shows, articles, and conversations, head to wearepodsyndicate.com. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and uh, in today's case, good night, I suppose, and uh, welcome to episode 395 of Film Bastards. My name's Ian Loring, and if I sound a bit quieter than I usually am, it's because it's currently 10.25 in the evening. Um, We are uh, recording pre-Oscar Bation. And my daughter is asleep at the other end of the house. I, I think it will be all right. Donna's told me if I get too loud, uh, you know, shut the fuck up and whatnot. So I, I think I'll try and keep it at this level. But yeah, my name's Ian Loring. And as always, I'm joined by. Becky Foster. Hello, everybody. I'm Matt Foster. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello indeed. And uh, yeah, we're going to be much like our Birds of Prey show uh, last year. We're going to be recording during the pre-show for the Oscars. So you can probably expect us to randomly talk about that at some point. Um, What other films we did? Didn't we do a Universal Soldier one once? (laughs) What? Before the Oscars. Oscars. God, I think you're right. (laughs) I'm sure we did. Like that, the, the Mad Universal Soldier, like four or something like that. If the all, one, sorry. If us at the Foster End sound really low energy, it's because we've just watched Nomadland, and there's that to take into account. So. Right, I think you two just need to get Nomadland off your chest now. We're going to be <laughs> reviewing Mortal Kombat, but I think you guys need to talk about that. So literally, you have just finished the last Best Picture nominee you guys had to watch. Before this, and you didn't like it. You mean what the one that should have been made as a documentary and entered as a best documentary entrant, but they tried to dramatize it, but without adding any drama, so they just made a bland fucking shitty movie. That one. I mean, that's a quite a niche category. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I think we'll still get it before best stunt choreography, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. It, it just felt utterly pointless to me. Like, the, yes, all right, there's an interesting story there with regards to the people that actually live their lives that way. But then trying to make a dramatic interpretation of that, but not add any actual fucking story to it fucking why i don't i honestly don't understand where where the impetus for this movie comes from or where the love for it comes from either it's it's just really not good i i i I, there's no positives from it for me whatsoever francis mcdormand was fine didn't have an awful lot to do just drove a fucking van Built campfires and shit. Went to people's houses. And she literally did shit at one point. She did shit. She went for a piss. Which, which, which we need to highlight, don't we, here, Becky? This has become a severe bugbear for me, hasn't it? It has. It has become a genuine severe bugbear for me. It was like it was decided about 25, 30 years ago that we didn't see people doing like human things, like going to the bathroom in cinema. So now 
every filmmaker who wants to show yeah. realism Greatness. will show somebody yeah. using the bathroom. And now it is basically in almost all movies that people use the bathroom. I didn't need to see Francis McDormand having like diarrhea. No. No, I couldn't live without that for the rest of my life. Yeah. I'm not even 40 yet. I've got a long way to go and I still could live without it. I don't... I, I honestly don't get... I don't get it. I don't get the buzz behind it at all. A documentary about people that chose to live their lives that way, fine. I get, I get that. That, you know, there's a poverty problem in America and... People are having to live their lives that way, or there is also people that don't want to buy into the fucking system and are choosing to live their lives that way. This film doesn't go into either of those elements because at various points she's got ways to get out of that way of life, but it also doesn't go into why she's choosing that way of life. So it's just she's living in the van. Okay, cool. And? She works at Amazon. Cool. Ah, the woman I, I, from Line of Duties there. It's so fucking flimsy. I, yeah, I, I, I think I said to you while we are watching it, Bex, is it, it's like they made half a documentary. So it's a quarter, quarter, of, a, quarter of a documentary and quarter of a film. And now what we have is not even a film. And it's going to win Best Picture. It's it's honestly, it's quite offensive in I, that I, sense. I, I, and and, oh, and like you said at some points, it's 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 kind it's, of exploitative it, of the real people not, that are included. It's not kind of exploitative. Well, it is. It yeah. is absolutely exploitative of the people that it is. The the oh, I'm trying to not get to, not not get ranty on this, but I think I might have to a little Franny bit. Franny McDee saying a five star Marriott and mixing with that guy who's lost his son. Yeah, yeah. It, it's yeah. It, it, you, you, the, the, as as a film, it has no real story other than it's basically a year in the life of um of a person living this type of lifestyle and shitting in the bucket and moving from place to place mm. to, to 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 the jobs and and in, in essentially a a mobile home and it's showing that but if you're going to do that either show it in a year in life and if you want to get friends McDonald involved have her interview the people yeah. and, and talk to these communities things like that don't have her playing one of them and interacting with them and having them in your film to show the realism of it all mm. when there's no realism Francis McDonald is not that person and then the fucking bit at the end where she goes into an actual person, this fake person that she's playing, and goes into the fake person's actual house mm. to look at the essentially the misery that was in that house. Yeah, yeah. Is just it honestly, it is. It's it's really it's offensive, it's yeah. offensive to that. Francis McDormand is a, a is I have nothing against Francis McDormand. I've been a Francis McD fan for years. Yeah. Um, and as for, for for a long time was one of my favourite actresses and was one of those people who are oh, Francis McDormand's in this I will fucking without question yeah. watch it one of those automatic yeah yeah, yeah I'm watching that of course yeah. um, I don't I, I I actually think she's she's not very good in that 
I, it, genuinely, I don't think she's very good in it. I, part of it is I don't think there's a lot to do. If it, 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 it seems like it's going to win Best Cinematography. Why? For what, yeah? It, it's for, for what? For showing bleak. For, 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 literally, for literally showing just the actual landscape. Yeah. I, I mean, I, that's... No, there's... No, there's right? a, I, <laughs> what? What? What is there, though? Genuinely. It's a genuine question. What is there other than showing the actual fucking landscape? There's that one shot of a deer that's quite pretty. I don't know. I, I, I mean, um, I, I obviously felt kinder on the film overall than you guys, but but I'm not like such a staunch defender that I'm particularly bothered about having a debate about it. Um, but yeah, I mean, the cinematography. I don't know that you know. There's quite a lot with natural light and like good, like yeah, good use right. of landscapes and whatnot. Okay, go on. But it, but. <laughs> that has good landscapes and good natural light doesn't make you a great cinematographer um go on sorry but is it is it better than news of the world that shoots basically the same landscape it's not it's not even anywhere fucking near it um is it better than the the mank a film that i i'm i need to watch again because the more the further away i get from it the less I think of it, and I actually quite liked it after it. Mm. Um, but Mank is a very good-looking movie, and as a technical aspect, it's um, it's really it, it's fascinating how it was done. Um, Trials of Chicago Seven, a movie that I really liked, but I can and the, I can see the cinematography is a little bit too style of substance. Um, but, but then it is creating a very stylized film, so it does the job. It does, but I think that 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 being flashy in in the way of being, it, it, I think the flashiness takes away a little bit mm. from the actual of what you're shooting. Yeah. But it, it the documentary style. And it could be influenced by the actual film itself. The documentary style, when it, it, it is so low on substance mm. that you are, you, that, that, as a person, you are filling in the blanks mm. um, when you're watching it. And so it, it it is almost like the film is basically, it is basically kind of like daring you to not like it. Yeah. Because if you don't like it, then it's either that you're not smart enough to like it or you're not understanding the plight of these people. But is it even trying to show plight of people? It, it no, can't seem to make its mind up if it's doing that. It's like you've said, you can't hang your entire movie off of a title card that's shown right at the beginning and then just show fucking meh for the rest of the runtime and expect people to sympathise with the title card. I, I don't... But I, I mean, I don't think it's necessarily trying to show a plight. No, that, that, it, it's I, I, trying I, I, to show like a way of life, isn't it? That these people have accepted for various reasons. I'll make a documentary. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean that that's certainly a good point. I don't know. I think that there's some interest in the mix of fictional and documentary, but exploitative is something I hadn't thought about. And yeah, I get it. Um, also on McDormand I mean I think I said in, in my review on Pod Syndicate at the time and god that was six months ago but um, fucking hell um, but yeah like just it's the people around her that do the heavy lifting in it 
and it McDormand is basically reacting to them. And yes, as the film goes on, it becomes obviously more fictional as David Strathairn goes into it more and more. But even then, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think she plays the part well, but I will not. I fuck me. I won't be shedding any tears when she probably doesn't win tonight. There's, I mean, I, I think it's probably the performance I like least out of the five, to be fair. And I didn't like the United States versus Billy Holiday as a film. I did not get on with, but yeah, it, it, she's probably number five. I'm sorry for me, for me with Francis McDormand in this, it's like, you talk about playing the part. Well, it's what, what part there's there's so little to it that it's 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 a bit kind of i think it's minimizing the best actress kind of nomination to even have her in there if that's not francis if that's not francis mcdormand no wait if that's not francis mcdormand she doesn't get nominated no no No. if that's not francis mcdormand if that is if that if Nomadland is Annette Benning playing that character, and it is that, I don't think there's the possibility that there is now. Can it be though? Can it be Annette Benning in full character mode as like American Beauty? Yeah. Annette Benning, because I would watch the fuck out of that. Um, just coming back to what you were saying earlier Ian, about it, I agree with you. I, I I don't think it is trying to show a plight. I don't I don't think it's trying to do that. I don't think the film is offering any judgment like that. But I think that that people viewing it will think that and that that's the weirdness of it all because it's not trying to show that it literally is a year in the life and it's a slice of life but it offers no no real insight into that life no it's so all surface i i, I don't i it, it, it honestly it's when we sat down to watch it i was it's one. I think you said, Ian, that, that it, it, it's it felt a little bit like maybe it's, for me and Bex, like it's it's the most we have to watch it of movies, like obligatory watch movies yeah. for a long yeah. time. And it was. But when I came down and we'd set out to watch it, start watching at eight o'clock, I, I was like, Do you know what? I'm actually looking forward to this because I'm expecting so little. That, um, it's bound to surprise me. Because, because of all the buzz. It's either going to yeah. be, am I either going to finish it and go, do you know what, that was fucking brilliant. Or I'm going to finish it and go, you know what, not for me, but I can see what people got out of it. And then it finished. I was like, I don't get it. No. I, I, I genuinely, I don't understand it. It's just... And I'm not saying that, that every movie has to be fucking full of action or anything like that, but some form of of character or study or anything. Yeah. And it's you can't even use the the analogy of no, well these are the real people, so this is their real life. This is what they do. No, because people don't act like they would do normally when you put them next to Frances McDormand and say, look, this is Frances McDormand, but she's not really Frances McDormand. She's actually Fran or Fern. She's Fern, right? But just act like you normally would with Fern and everything will be all right. We're going to keep this camera like shoved in your face. Yeah, and we'll have a camera on you all of the time. But don't worry. 
don't worry, it's all fine. It, it's, it, I, I'm baffled. Mm. I'm baffled. Mm. Yeah. And I, I think it literally is. It's the same as the music of Drake. It's not. It is. It's the same as the music of Drake. It's only popular and it's only doing what it's doing because everybody keeps telling people that it's great rather than it actually being great. Oh, because I'm sure, I'm sure there are people out there that like it for valid reasons. I would love to know what they are, but there are. I mean, it's an interesting Is it? lifestyle. Then fucking make a documentary about it. Yeah, I'd watch that. Don't make not a film. See, this is another one, Best Actor. Sorry, it's just popped up on screen. This is another one that's a, a fait complete, isn't it? Yeah, it's both of them. We'll get into stuff later. Are we, not, are we not doing that yet? No. Yeah, Nomadland, it's definitely shit. It's definitely shit, yeah. Probably would have been, in, I don't, had we watched it before end of year show, it would have been in my bottom ten. It would have been, yeah, either in my bottom ten or biggest disappointments. Well, I'm not disappointed in it because I, I expected it to be shit. I really wanted it to surprise me though. Like when we sat down for it tonight, I was like, I'm really not looking forward to this, but I really hope it surprises me. And it just, it surprised me, but in the wrong way, mm. by being worse than I expected I'm, it to yeah, be. I, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly, I have not been this baffled by a movie. Mm. It, do you know what? It's one of those, always one of those things that if people liked it and people got something out of it, fucking great. I just, I don't. I don't get it. And my overriding thing of it is that final shot of Francis McDormand walking into somebody who literally had to watch the town that they live in die and had to, will will have probably had to leave that house that they had bought and it was worth nothing by that point. And it's still there as nothing. And to have... Francis McDormand walk into that house and wander around it with a look that was halfway between... It wasn't character. That was Francis McDormand walking at the house and going, this is sad, isn't it? This is sad. And then just walking out the gate and pissing off. It it, it was... said to you, though, didn't I? Even if it was fully fucking furnished and people were living there, she'd be walking around it going, isn't this sad? Because she's, she's just... She's got a... She's got a real rich person vibe when she's walking amongst these people, regardless of the scenario. Yeah, it's very much a... She's um, like she's playing at it, because she yeah. is. However, I, I will say, I think, Ian, you mentioned this, that, that there's a little bit of grumbling of people saying that it doesn't attack Amazon enough. Yeah, yeah. It, it seemed to be the thing that like they were kind of trying to smear it like a week or two ago suddenly that really started coming up yeah yeah i mean that makes no sense because it's not it, it's not a part of the movie it's two little snippets yeah it is odd really odd yeah really odd that was our review yeah. of the best picture that <laughs> that's the 21 <laughs> shit <laughs> might even be suspicious. <laughs> oh fuck me i mean i'm 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 definitely not shit but i said my piece about it at the time and like i say i just i mean i mean god where did i put it in terms of my so i in my like ranking 13. of every 13 yeah you see there you go that sounds about right 13 out of 41 i'd say i'm about there with it 
I want to see what you put above it. What you put below it, sorry. Quite a lot. <laughs> yeah. Better look. Oh, you really didn't like that. It's first you've been old, didn't you? It's <laughs> <laughs> a woman, greyhound. Fucking soul. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not I'm not that into soul and I'm more annoyed about the fact it's probably gonna win two tonight. Mm. I was surprised you had it above Minari. What Nomadland. Yeah. Um I, I, it's pretty tight though, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's one out of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, top yeah. T- that top that top ten though is solid as fuck. I think so. Yeah, cheers. Yeah, no, I think so. Um, yeah, you know, I think they're just all. It's it's been a it's been a good year. You well, know, I, I mean, I, I, I think it's really interesting. I think at the start of the year, you'd have said to you, um, out of all these move, out of all the movies that you that are, that within this list and. Um, there and ask you to like pre-rank them as like a prediction thing i would say that you would maybe have had a couple in mm. this i don't think you'd have gone yeah a danish movie um <laughs> about about drinking is even my number one and uh two documentaries will be in there and a song about eurovision will be in there <laughs> yeah quite <laughs> it's fucking it's great it's, it's great yeah, it was um, it was it was. Oh, Billy Ellen is dead last. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's true. I mean yeah. Oh God, yeah. I mean that's the thing. It's like that's the only one of the films that I would say I pretty much can't stand. Like United States versus Billy Holiday, two out of five. But I don't aggressively hate it, and I can see where people are coming from with Andre Day. Um. And I mean, he'll be the elegy, fair play, makeup and hairstyling. It probably does deserve some recognition there. Um, but Glenn Close, as we said earlier on, is insanity. Um, actually, I don't know, just we're kind of mixing things up a bit uh, tonight. But shall I talk about my other Oscar ones that I had left to watch kind of while we're on this kind of track? Yeah. Yeah. And then we yeah. can go into trailers we're into news is that the news is the oscars yeah the oscars yeah 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 absolutely (laughs) yeah yeah so it's interesting as well west side story trailer due at some point during the oscars by the sounds of it um you know there's been a couple of people online going like it's interesting that um captain cancelled isn't in the poster and it's like are they going to reveal that he's been recast That'd be well funny, wouldn't it? Sorry? That'd be well funny. If you recast Bobby Carnival. Oh, that'd be fucking fucking incredible. It could happen, though. I don't know. It's it's interesting that there's no cast list in that block. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it is. We'll see. We'll see. No, I want Bobby Carnival. (laughs) That'd be incredible. Um, Okay. So, yeah, I had quite a few left but i actually managed to get them all done finished off this morning so um 
Where did I get up to? Okay, so uh, documentary nominee, The Mole Agent. Um, this and Collective are actually both on iPlayer at the moment, um, which was interesting. Uh, wasn't expecting that. Um, so this is basically about a guy who was hired by like a private investigator to pose as someone who needs to stay in a care home um, because the investigator has been hired by someone to investigate some potential wrongdoings in a care home um but it it's not as dark as it actually sounds like because the wrongdoing it kind of turns out slight spoiler alert here but it's not really what the film's actually about but it turns out that another patient's been nicking the the relative stuff and he discovers that um but it's about his time in this care home and seeing these people who don't have anyone just, you know, living their lives. And in one person's case, just like losing her mind. Um, like it's fucking heartbreaking. Like to get, to get this woman to do anything, they have to have one of the staff call and basically pretend to be her mum. And then whenever she's talking to her mum on the phone, she's just like crying because like, why have you put me here? When are you going to pick me up? You keep on telling me it's going to be soon. But when it's like, fuck it out. And it's kind of crazy that she's in this care home with these other people who are within their right minds. And you've just got this random woman. It's very sad. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it kind of alternates between being entertaining and just being sad as you know something set in a care home probably would be um hasn't got a sniff of uh of a chance of winning but it's better than my octopus teacher so there you go um okay so this one's uh nominated for best adapted screenplay uh the white tiger um netflix film uh watched this last night um it's pretty yeah it's pretty good actually um so this is the story of a guy who basically gets a job as a driver for a rich family in india and kind of learns how to be about how to survive in uh the business world through that um and yeah based on a novel um it does feel like that to be fair but um yeah pretty pretty good actually good good like twists and turns through it you know i I really wasn't too sure how it was going to end up and it ends in quite an interesting subversive place um it's quite long it is over two hours but it, it didn't actually feel like that it flowed pretty well um yeah i quite quite liked it actually um i could see why it it got this nomination and um i i think in a world where maybe netflix were not concentrating on the likes of man control the chicago seven as as much as they were i could have seen this maybe getting a bit more attention uh performances are really good actually priyanka chopra jonas is in it and she's really good um which was 
I, I don't know, kind of surprising, I thought, anyway. Um, but, yeah. I mean, um, you say that, that like it's a surprise. Did you not catch her powerhouse performance in Baywatch? I mean, after I saw her in We Can Be Heroes, I thought she could do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but no, she's she's good, and I think she was like an executive producer on this as well. So um, and, I mean, you know, fair play using a name in the right way there. Um, yeah, no, it's it, it's. I, I think you guys would get on with it actually. It's um, it, yeah, it, it, it seems to be a film that that had a lot of had a lot of buzz that just then literally just disappeared. Yeah, it did. It did kind of just go away a bit but like i say i think it's just because netflix had bigger fish to fry mm. you know um yeah but yeah worthy what, of a nomination mm. what's kind of been interesting with netflix is that at the start they seem to be in it's like in november sort of going into december it was very much they were pushing mank and that was kind of where all of their oscar cards were gonna go mm. um and then when it was kind of like quite the reception of Mank was quite lukewarm, they decided to start shifting back to Trial of Chicago 7. Yeah. And then it when once they realised, you know what, we're not going to win with Trial of Chicago 7 or Mank, what we'll do is we'll put all of our efforts into Eurovision winning best song. <laughs> and it, and it, it does I, kind I, of feel like that. I kind of love that. The, the majority of stuff, I, I haven't seen anything from Netflix going on about Mank or Trial of Chicago 7. Everything I've seen them pushing has been Eurovision. And I'm looking at it going, do you know what? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because that is the one that will make people happiest. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's it's bizarre. I mean, Mank has fucking disappeared. It basically disappeared off Netflix after, like, the first day. Yeah. You know, it, it, I mean, we found it we, we watched it we watched it on the the second night, didn't we? It was on. Not the yeah. first night it was on. The second night it was on, we watched it. And we had to search for it. It was actively hard to find. Yeah. yeah. And it, it that just it's felt weird. very good, though, is it? I think the I further away you get from it, the more you kind of go, do you know what? Yeah, it's but, not But then I, I, think it, I think it's one of those movies. I don't think it's not very good. I think it's one of those movies though where I think if you watched it again, you'd be like, actually, no, this is really fucking good. What no, I'm thinking of. And I'm then six saying... months later, you'd be like, yeah, Mac was all right. That's that's what I'm getting at. I'm not saying it's not good. I'm not saying it's actively not good. What I'm saying is it's not it's not very good. It's not like in that kind of category of yeah, that was really good. It's just it it, it happened and it's gone. Hmm. With the exception of, and, you know, kudos to her, because I don't really like her generally, but with the exception of, I think Amanda Seyfried is really good in it. Yeah, I, it's, it's I weird. He, I, I feel like if anyone was gonna spoil Minari's time with supporting actress, I feel like it would be Seyfried, but... It's weird because Mank's been nominated for ten, by far the most nominations out of any film. The the next most is six, and yet it just feels like no one's particularly up for giving it anything. No, that's it, it is the weirdness in it. It's, oh, sorry. 
It's not going to win anything. It's very unlikely to win anything, but it got nominated for 10. <laughs> I mean, that's, but then David Fincher's dead dad doesn't get a screenplay nomination. You know, he gets all those nominations, but doesn't get a screenplay nomination. It's fucking, it's something. It's something. Um, um, okay, so I think I've just got a few of the international features left now. But yeah, White Tiger's definitely worth your time. Um, okay, Better Days, uh, which I believe is uh, South Korean. Um, no, or is it China? I think it might be China. I think it's China. Yeah, I think it's China. I think. Anyway, I don't. I don't. I don't know. Um, no, hang on. I need to look this up. Sorry. Better days film. It is a Chinese film. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don't know why I said South Korea. Um, fucking hell! It made this made two hundred and thirty million dollars. Yeah. Fucking hell. Right, okay, so um and it's fine. <laughs> um so basically it, it kind of starts off as a drama about school bullying. Um so a girl kills herself, another girl kind of like puts like a coat over the body or something, and then she's filmed by a by a bunch of kids doing that, and then she starts getting bullied. Um, and then she meets like a kind of like a drifter, dodgy lad who's a little bit older than her, who um, uh, starts protecting her. Um, and it goes on from there. Um, and it's better when it's kind of depicting this like bullying and the effect of it. Um, whereas as it goes on, it kind of turns into a bit more of a kind of a not quite Bonnie and Clyde, but an us against the world kind of like romance thriller thing. And the further it kind of detaches from reality, the less effective it became. Um, It's fine. Um, And I cannot, I mean, fair fucking play China. I could not imagine a film like this coming out in the U S and doing like $200 million. It just doesn't happen. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I say, it's fine. I think it's really towards the, 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 the bottom of my list. Um, but it's still, it's still a good time. Better though, um, I would say, um, is the man who sold his skin. Uh, really odd bit of work, um, about a guy who's trying to reunite with his girlfriend or ex-girlfriend is a little unclear um she lives in brussels he can't get to brussels um he accepts becoming a piece of art so an artist offers him money and like the ability to get a visa and whatnot if he agrees to have some art tattooed on his back and then he signs a contract so that he is like displayed in a gallery. It's, um, and it's like this weird combination of guy trying to get his girl back and satire of the art world. Um, it's really quite entertaining though. Um, it, it's kind of like if Black Mirror did 
something about the art world um and it goes to some pretty fucking crazy places to be honest um but then it's like every now and then it's just like he's trying to get his ex back and it's like what's going on now like you you are literally a work of art and you know you're pissed off that you can't leave the gallery to talk to your ex it very 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 weird bit of work um but i liked it um yeah um weirdly entertaining despite obviously trying to say something it, it was, doesn't have doesn't have a sniff tonight but it's I'm, I'm i'm glad this whole kind of like project it got me to watch it i must say yeah like one of those where you you, you, you probably would have always meant to watch it but never realistically actually watched <laughs> yeah 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 quite but no i mean it's like if this if it pops up on like netflix or amazon or something like that it's definitely worth a couple of hours of your time um and the last one um uh quo uh, quo vadis ada um I, i'm not even gonna try to pronounce that um so the true story of a translator attempting to save the lives of her husband and sons during the bosnian genocide mm. was it the feel good hit of the summer I, I yeah absolutely absolutely laugh riot um so but it's an hour and 45 minutes long it's fucking it it gets its shit done um and i thought it was really good actually um it, as the kind of description would probably tell it is fuck it's tough to watch it's hard work um it's fucking heartbreaking um and yeah i mean it it's very very effective and it feels like if another round wasn't there it would be the one to beat if anything was going to spoil another round tonight and i don't think it's going to but if anything were going to i think it would be this um it's very very well handled um it's tense but never feels exploitative you know um it being based on real life circumstances you know that they, they've got to tread a fine line there and I, I i i think it is it is trod um yeah um just very very fucking sad and uh, you know it, it it's not a good time but it's it's a very worthwhile watch um i think i'll probably leave it there on that one because yeah it's actually quite upsetting um yeah okay so I've got a couple other what we watch, but we'll we'll see how it we'll see how we go in terms of time. So, um, do we want to move it on to trailers now? Yeah, sounds good. Cool. Okay. Uh, what have you guys got? Um, I think the only one that I've seen is the the Conjuring one. No, you've watched Shang Chi since. You didn't uh, talk about last week, yeah. yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't see Chang Chi for last week. Um, I, do you know what? I think it looks fun. I think you've been a miserable git. But I probably am. That, that, that's probably true. I probably am being a miserable twat on it. It's fucking martial arts movie. Get a grip. 
Yeah. Doesn't look like a martial arts movie. Yeah, it does. I think that's because in my brain, martial arts movie is very different <laughs> to what most people think is a martial arts movie. Yeah, when you need to just fucking get with the program. <laughs> I think in my mind, I was imagining a 70s or early 80s Hong Kong Jackie Chan movie, and that's definitely not what we're getting. It's in the MCU, that was never going to be the case. I know, but that's what it should be. Yeah, I, yeah, it looks fun. I'm down for it. Nice. But yeah, on new ones. The only new one I've seen, I think, is the the Conjuring. The devil made me do it. Well, I think I've got a couple of other new ones before we get to that one, because that's one that you're quite excited about, isn't it, Bex? That's uh... yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, no, I've got one other one, uh, which is here today. The uh, Billy Crystal directed, written, directed Ooh, one, I saw that one with Tiffany Haddish. Yeah, um, yeah I'm, 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 I'm very up for this. Um, Billy Crystal's got hair plugs, which is nice. Um, it's good for him. Um, I have a very soft spot for Billy Crystal, mm-hmm. um, and it, this looks like Billy Crystal back, kind of in form, doing what Billy Crystal should be doing. So I got really distracted then by slow motion Brad Pitt on the screen. I, I do apologise. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's what Billy Crystal should be doing at, at seventies Billy Crystal, and he hasn't yeah. been doing. Yeah. Uh, partially due to health reasons. Um, but then partially due to the fact that he seemed to have got, and he kind of admitted this himself, he seemed to have got angry at the fact that he wasn't that good anymore. Mm. And it seemed to bother him a little bit, he said. Because in an interview with him a couple of years ago, he said, you know, I was really good. And then all of a sudden I wasn't. He said, and it was like, it wasn't that, he said, he said it wasn't that the comedy that I did was no longer funny or anything like that. He said, it's just that quite simply, I was no longer funny. Um, no, and that's what he, that's what he was saying. He's saying, you know, it, 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 so that's why he kind of said it was for me. It, the best thing to do was to go. Do you know what? Rather than embarrass myself by keep on trying to be funny, step back and step back and just see if it comes back. And if it doesn't, then I've had a great career. If it does, then here we go. And this looks like it kind of might. It looks like it's going to be. Two parts funny, one part heartbreaking. Did you see this trailer, Ian? Uh, no. So he, he he plays a a writer who writes um, films, plays and bits. And it seems like he's um, about to start. He, he's suffering from Alzheimer's, essentially. And he ends up having a happen meeting with Tiffany Haddish's character, didn't they? Meet you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they end up forming some kind of weird friendship, uh, and all he's trying to do is just finish this last piece of work that he's doing before he literally loses the ability to do his work. Wow, okay. Um, but a lot of the trailer is just Tiffany she Haddish. Being essentially like his carer. Like his carer, but they can't work out why. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's A lot of the trailer is just Billy Crystal and Tiffany Haddish just bouncing off each other. That sounds alright. Yeah, yeah, it, it looks, looks it looks like a lot of fun. Cool. Uh, but also, it could mm. be it could be fucking heartbreaking at points. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, that was it. And then yeah, we'll leave this for next part of you, Bex, to go for it because this is very much your world, isn't it? It's your big exciting trailer. I do you know what? Since they fucking announced that they were doing this, I've been excited about it. So. Uh, yeah, the 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 the, the, the can't speak properly. The conjuring, the devil made me do it. Uh, 
And it, do you know what? It's not the most inspiring trailer in the world, but I'm so excited for the film that it, it doesn't matter. Um, it looks it looks interesting though from the from the bits that are in the trailer. That I think it's they're just trying not to give too much away. Um, so there's there's you know there's that element to it, but it yeah it's. I'm I'm really excited for it to be fair. I I don't think it's a strong trailer, but I'm excited by the trailer because of the film that I know will follow it. If that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, if I if I liked the Curse of La Llorona, I'd probably be more up for this. Um, I'm a yeah, I'm a I'm a little bit worried about it. The trailer wasn't great. It 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 seems a little bit like like they've moved away from them being ghost stories, mm. which is this, this is the third fourth isn't it? Mm. It's the fourth. third conjuring. The third conjuring, right? Because yeah, it's, like they were in the Anna, the third Annabelle, but that's it. It, it cut it, only it, loosely. It's the insidious movies that have got four, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Yes. Sure, there's three conjurings though. No, I'm I'm getting mixed up mixed up with I'm getting mixed up with um yeah Lynchshire. Oh, the little Minari fuckers there with odd socks. Uh, yeah. So it, it's <laughs> the thing is the first two were out and out ghost stories. Yeah. And that that made them work really really well. This seems to be a little bit of an action movie, an action adventure movie yeah. with ghosts. Yeah. And it, it, it does it, it it does feel a little bit like I'm not I'm up for it. It's a shift in tone for sure. I'm up for it because literally anything that says um in cinemas and then has a date on, my brain goes <laughs> boom. <laughs> oh, that's, now, that's, that's coming with faint praise. Like the other conjuring movies have been good. Yeah. It stands to reason the new one would. It does, if but I have a feeling this is going to be hundred and forty one minutes long. Mm. And be a little bit like at, at points be hard work. Mm-hmm. It's not the runtime though, as long as it fills it. It's just, it fills it, it's fine. But the Conjuring Two was quite long. That's the one that's set in the UK. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was above two hours. It feels yep. And it, it, it felt above two hours though. No, I disagree with you. I think it did well with its time. I think it filled it and it it didn't feel draggy. So. Okay. I did comment to you though, didn't I? Because like, um, obviously Vera Farmiga as a actual person is significantly more glamorous than the actual Lorraine Warren was, and they seem to be in this trying to make her look more like an actual Lorraine Warren with the frumpy bun and the frumpy wardrobe and stuff like that. She's still obviously Vera, uh, Vera Farmiga within that, but they're they're obviously they're kind of trying to make her look a little bit more authentic, whereas Patrick Wilson, he's just, he just looks Patrick, like Patrick Wilson in all of them. He just looks the same. They're not even bothering to try and make him look more like actual Ed Warren. He's just doing his thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Whereas Vera Farmiga's being, she's, she's obviously there going, do I really have to wear this fucking cardigan? Do I have to have that ugly bone on top of my head? Yeah, because, you know, look at, look at what we're trying to emulate. Patrick's just there going, eh, I want to wear a leather jacket. 
Well, no, Patrick, because I'd, I'd wouldn't have worn that. Oh, yeah, I want a leather jacket. I want uh, this leather jacket. <laughs> I, I want to. I want to play guitar and shit. I'm gonna be cool. I'm gonna be cool, Ed Warren. But Ed Warren wasn't really that cool. I'm gonna be a cool Ed Warren. <laughs> yeah, he's very much doing that. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, I'm excited. Really excited, actually. Fucking hell, I'm ridiculously excited. I love the Conjuring movies. Yeah. Yeah, I like the first two. I just yeah, I'm a little little the bit skeptical about this one. Yeah, it's not strong. But I don't know. Get me in a cinema watching that shit. I'll be happy. <laughs> Um, and we'll even though speaking of that, I will just say Uncle Vin um, coming to save cinemas with that kind of weird Fast Nine trailer that came out today. Um, yeah, cool, fair yeah. play. Getting trying to get people to get back into the cinemas and whatnot. It's yeah, respect that. Yeah, I mean Uncle Vin literally is the saviour of cinema. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, so uh, Mortal Kombat is directed by Simon McQuaid and stars um, like a, a weirdly, just a very weird mix of what the fuck are they doing in this and randoms. Yep. Uh, so Joe Taslim, Louis Tan, Hiroyuki Sanada as Scorpion. Um Still makes me laugh. Jace, uh, Jessica McNamee, uh, Sissy Stringer, Ludie Lynn, Mekai Brooks. Oh, so many people. So many people. Tadanobu Asano, Chin Han. You know, everybody, everybody's there. Everybody's there. So, Mortal Kombat isn't about the Mortal Kombat tournament. It's about what happens before one of the tournaments, which is weird. Um, and uh, yeah uh, so it revolves around Cole a kind of MMA fighter who has a strange ta- uh, dragon birthmark <laughs> and uh, is uh, pursued by Joe Taslim's Sub-Zero um, and it turns out that he was actually destined to be selected to fight in the Mortal Kombat tournament but Chen Han's cheeky Shang Tsung wants to stop the tournament from happening for some reason. Because all he had to do is win that tournament, his side win that tournament, and they would have been fine. So why didn't they just stop it happening the first time? Yeah, that's that's Mortal Kombat. Um, Becky. Um, how disappointed were you that um, the old Mortal Kombat theme didn't play over the New Line logo? <laughs> oh yeah, they could have gone there, couldn't they? Um, to be fair though, I was like the I wasn't expecting an awful lot of it other than glorious violence and lots of blood, and I feel like we got that. So I was I was fairly happy with the movie to be honest. Um, the story is a fucking mess, and the structure of the of the story and the uh, the placement of the action scenes relative to the story is messy as well. Like you you have loads and loads and loads and loads of run up, and then all of the fights kind of take place 
like simultaneously, but with different people against different people, and then but all at the same time, and then main guy actually is kind of shit and can't win his fight without the help of like his ancestor. Um. So yeah, structurally it feels really, really messy. But there's some there's some really good kills in there. So I was I was alright from that point of view. Like bad face lady getting a, a head sawn in half. That was good. Fun, yeah. What's his name? Bionic arm man clapping on either side of that guy's head and smashing his head in. Good, like that. Mm-hmm. The bloodsicle was was a was a really small cameo. That, that we were led to believe would would have more of a role. Yeah, yeah. it 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 it's almost a little bit like like quicksand when you're a child. You thought it'd have more of an impact on your life, and it didn't. Now you say that there is actually quicksand involved in this as well. There is actually, yeah, but yeah, in general, in like life, mm. like it's not like doesn't happen. And the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, not really a thing. No. Um, yeah, that's that's what Bloodsicle was in this movie. Mm. Yeah. Just a quick tangent. I really need to know who the woman with the crutch in the background of the shot is. <laughs> She's been yeah. fucking standing there for a while for now. A while, like like behind a few people as well, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, Mark, your thoughts? I think I am out of the three of us. I think I'm the one who has probably had the least Mortal Kombat. Um, in terms of gaming, because you played it quite a lot in your backs, uh, and, and I think you have it as well. Whereas oh, yeah. I, I, think I have, I, I have hardly played it. Were you a Street Fighter man? Um, yeah, mine went Street no, Fighter. You were fucking there playing like Sensible World of Soccer. I mean, I was playing Sensible World of Soccer. Yeah, I mean, the, the the fighting game that I think I played the most out of Street Fighter uh, and Mortal Kombat was actually the the terrible Amiga version Body Blows. Yeah, it was not good. There was a character called the Taxman. Yeah, okay. yeah. Whose whose literal um, catchphrase was "I'm sorry about that." <laughs> Are you fucking serious? Yeah, he literally what he'd do after he'd finished, uh, and he wore like a like a proper Wall Street suit. After he finished, he threw a tax form on the body and said, "I'm sorry about that" in a sarcastic voice. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. It was not. It's not good. Um. So I went into it kind of a little bit remembering bits, mm. remembering characters, but then also not being able to pick them out. Yeah. I, I knew, obviously, who Sub-Zero was and who Scorpion was. Um, Sonya Blade, I knew the name, but I had no fucking reference for what she actually was or anything like that. I was that. really happy for her when she got a dragon. Um, yeah, that seemed odd, that, though. Why? It's just like an odd thing to want to get. It just feels a little bit like... She wants to feel like an ultimate warrior guy. It just feels weird. Um, but then she wore like a special powers and then she ripped out that person's all around their spine. And she's going to be shagging whoever plays Johnny Cage in the next one. The, the, the thing is, it's... Because I like it, yes. Because... It looks really nice. It's a really nice looking movie, really and it's and, and at points it's really quite violent. Mm. And I quite liked the, the fact that it, it it didn't seem to it didn't try and go. There was no right. We need to go for like a 
a 12A rating or a PG-13. <laughs> it went, ah, oh, let's fucking rip someone's spine out. <laughs> um, and and I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed uh, I, I enjoyed Kano uh, at one point going, wah, wah, in like, the background <laughs> to Sonya Blade. <laughs> yeah. um, so I, I enjoyed the character being a prick. Um, Did you relate? I did heavily. relate to yeah. him quite heavily in, in, in that moment, yeah. Um, You're like him, but without the physical strength. It, thanks for that. Um, <laughs> You're a dickhead. You can't punch it. I, I, I don't think I can punch someone's heart out. I haven't no. tried, but um, if the opportunity arises, I'll give it a good go. The lizard man. Um, but, yeah, the story was all over the place. I don't really mm. get what was going on. Mm. Um, and... With all those fight scenes at the end, where they send everyone off to fight their respective person, yeah, wait it out. But and there was a little bit of that, and also a little bit like Geostorm. I felt like we didn't get the Mortal Kombat. Of the Mortal Kombat, yeah, yeah. And do you know what? It really annoyed me that like the main guy obviously was was Cole. Like the the story was built essentially around him, wasn't it? Mm. And he was kind of shit in comparison. Yeah, he, he wasn't very good, but he the fact that he kept on telling me he wasn't very good. Mm, mm. You know, I'm not the fighter I used to be. It's like, oh, Jesus. Mm. I mean, well, it, it's one that was there by birth rather than earning it through killing somebody, wasn't it? Yeah, but it, 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 it's kind of a little bit like when um, Iruki Sandana is, is your ancestor and was an ultimate fucking badass. When, you know, it, when he came back, he should have just looked at him and gone... Oh God! Is this what my bloodline became? Now nah, finish it, finish it, just get rid of him, finish him, literally finish him. We'll go. I'm gonna go back to this fucking halfway realm thing. I enjoyed him. He was good. He was a good character. Mm. Ian, what, 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 where were you with it? Uh, just to say, Grandma Minari's here to fuck shit up. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to her winning. Um, <laughs> swearing and cheating at cards, then you know, washing there. I think she will be. She's swearing up a storm right now. Swearing up a storm. She's going to fucking take a big fucking chunk of change off Tobey Maguire and <laughs> mug him off later. <laughs> Very good. Um, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed Mortal Kombat. Um, and I, I think Bex was saying it kind of takes a while and then there's just like a lot of fights. And it's like, yeah, probably could have done with it being spaced out a little bit. Um, I also thought... Kano was he he it took a long time for me to vibe with him like the, just when he was cool in making a pop culture reference in every fucking line like yeah all right then Gandalf or like I swear he says like Dumbledore or something at some point he you know at some point call somebody Dumbledore yeah but sorry I I enjoyed the Gandalf one though that did make me laugh but yeah I mean, but i did warm up though because i mean just when he's doing that training fight and it's just like are you gonna do that move every single time he's like oh, fucking out and then just gets floored again um <laughs> and then him finding his power and he finds his power by getting really angry and saying sit down shut up and pass me a fucking egg roll um <laughs> Um, um, and how yeah. excited he seems to be to have his power as well. Yeah. Oh no, abs- yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, by the time he was off, I was a little bit. I probably could have done with a bit more of him because I was just, I was just vibing with him. Um, 
but yeah um why it, i swear to god these people just know where the camera is because like they keep on just standing around behind like <laughs> this brett ratner looking motherfucker is just pissing off now they, oh no he's still there he's like brett ratner javier bardem and jake gyllenhaal mixed together this guy that, 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 a, yeah i just saw him a second ago that there, there was there was a, a definite hue of some jason schwartzman in him as well yeah 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 that was fucking fascinating right anyway um but yeah uh i thought the fight scenes were good um gore was great i mean that fucking kong lao hat like razor in uh was something yeah and there was that one kill where all the guts just spilled out as well was that the goro one that was yeah yeah that was good right was that only all the arms Yeah. yeah yeah Yeah, that was a good time. Um, that, that, Where that, Captain Useless decided to be less useless for a minute. I got his power, and it was basically just that he I got, got a, he got a, he got a shirt. Yeah. Yeah. For, and for, for his ab power, which was his only power, which was looking pretty great with that fucking shirt on, um, <laughs> was gone and replaced by something that John Paul Gaultier would have masturbated over. The thing is that he was a real butt face as well, wasn't he? Like he wasn't an attractive man. I, I, I mean, he wasn't a bad looking dude. Yeah, he was. I mean, that will let's agree and disagree. No, you are incorrect. Unlikely. No. On the attractiveness of the man, I'm very rarely wrong. You are in this case. He was a place. I kind of more siding with Mark on this one. Sorry, yeah. Bucks. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it was. I, I think it kind of did what it said on the tin, apart from the fact that it, there was no tournament in it. But. I, I, I'm assuming they're going to do another one because it's opened pretty well, uh, which is great generally, but um, did about double what they were expecting it to in the US uh, in the first three days, which is great. Um, if they do another one, it's got to be all tournament all the time. Come on. Like, I just, I want fights. I want Shansung trying to be a bit of a prick. I want Raiden being passive aggressive just it's to be honest it's just give me the give me the paul ws anderson one again that's kind of what i want yeah it literally just to start out and it just to essentially be just the mortal combat competition mm. just that for an hour and 40 minutes yeah, yeah. I, I, I was also kind of convinced and i was disappointed at the end where you kind of think you might see who johnny cage is going to be kind of thought it was going to be nick cage yeah it's it's almost a little bit like they know who they want johnny cage to be but they can't get him until it's attractive enough (laughs) yeah i just it would be fucking hilarious if they actually got nick cage to be johnny cage i don't think it will happen isn't he just a little bit too old? For He's that? just a bit. He is too old, and in the games, he has a kid with Sonya, and that just wouldn't work at all, like age-wise. Um, but yeah, I would, I, that that was disappointing. I, it just somebody. I read somebody saying that like it kind of seemed like a trailer for what the film was supposed to be, and kind of get that i yeah. kind of get that yeah it's like set up doesn't it yeah it does but, but it, i liked it but it, but it was really entertaining the thing is it's 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 the most for me 
it is the most positive seven out of ten I can give a movie. Mm. I don't think it was better than a. I don't think it was better than a seven out of ten. I. But in two years' time, when the next one comes out, will you happily rewatch? Will I happily yeah. rewatch it? Yeah, I, I, I will. Will I rewatch it in between now and then? Probably not. But it's a. It, 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 it's. It's a more. It, the thing is, with that movie, it could have been. Could it have been a lot better? Probably not. No. no. But could it have been a lot worse? Yeah. It really could have. It was what it needed to be. And it, it's it's a really nice looking film. It's a really well shot looking film. Mm. You know the, the the opening bit um, where you've got it where it, it plays out like a samurai movie. The choreography on that is really yeah, good because it yeah. feels like the game mechanics, but I didn't feel like I was watching a CGI version of it. No. no. The, the movements of it felt like real people moving rather than it being a motion capture of that person that they're sliding along with a, a mouse. Yeah. yeah. Which sometimes these things can feel like that. that yeah. That's what that's what a lot of the time, for instance, in the uh, the Hobbit movies, it felt like. Yeah. You felt like you weren't watching a thing move, you were watching a computer animation of a thing move. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, it, I, I think we're pretty much all on the same page with this, though. Like, yeah, 7 out of 10. When it's a cheap 4K, I'll buy it. I'll enjoy it on a Friday night. And I look forward to the next one in a couple of years' time. Definitely not shit. Yeah, definitely not shit. Yeah, definitely not shit. Um, I forgot to put anything out for what is it because my brain got really confused. Because um, it wasn't like because because it's because we're recording the Oscars thing and everything like that. So my brain got completely confused. So I didn't put anything out for anything. Well, let's just assume that everyone was like 100 percent definitely not shit. Yeah, 100 definitely not shit. That's yeah. wonderful. That well done. Amazing. Thanks, yeah. guys. Yep. Yeah. God, we've got a good listener. <laughs> Um, hey, Hannah, you know, I think you really can't be a good rewatch of a TV show. Would you agree with that, love? Oh, yes, I would. Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I think during, you know, global pandemics, storms, all of these things, it's quite nice to just sit down and burn through something that you've seen a million Absolutely times. Absolutely nothing like a binge watch. Star Trek. Babylon 5. Because you could sit there for hours looking at serial killer documentaries. Absolutely. Uh, that Netflix. doesn't make you a weird person uh, at all. It doesn't. Yeah, you could watch documentaries that all seem to be about women killing men. Love you, darling. You could put off watching Daredevil for the 30th time. Harry Potter. But really, you can't be immersing yourself in the warm jumper of a rewatch of a show of or a, a franchise. beloved franchise. A beloved franchise. Lord of the Rings. Twin Peaks. From VHS compilations recorded off television with the ad breaks, cut out of course, to DVD box sets of Sex in the City and, I don't know, Smallville. <laughs> Farscape. Quantum Leap. To giving up finding new content on Netflix and just having a comfort trawl through Star Trek The Next Generation or Parks and Recreation. I think that we can all agree. There's a lot to be said for that. You can't beat a good rewatch. So... With that in mind, join Anna and Mike from Chinstroke vs. Panzer as we burn through some of our favourite franchises and share our immediate reactions to each instalment in both spoiler and non-spoiler sections. 
To do that, do a search for the Rewatch Project with Hannah and Mike on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whichever your favourite podcast provider may be, or go directly to anchor.fm forward slash Rewatch Project. We are proud members of the Pod Syndicate family of podcasts. Ever wondered what so-called family films will scar your kids forever? Putting four and five-year-olds in front of this movie, it's like if they didn't know what death was before this, they're gonna know it after it. They're gonna know it after it, and they're gonna be freaking terrified. And they're gonna be questioning you. Yeah. Or do you have the slight suspicion that your loved one has a cold, dead heart? Yeah, The Dark Knight has got like all the orphans, and like, oh no, we're gonna die. They did not build up those orphans at all. In my head, it's like kill them. Then look no further, the His Film, Her Movie podcast is the show for you. It's the movie podcast that celebrates the contrasting cinematic tastes of its hosts. So join Jordan and Lauren every week on their unique journey through the land of the silver screen. So if you're looking for a few laughs, some fun film-related chat, then get involved. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, top stuff. So the main guy being less fucking wet though. Wet, yeah, physically wet. Just like he was dripping because he was he, he was he was he was dripping. He, he was he was oily mm. at points. Mm. Oily. I I, I I did think at first you know that first fight scene he had. I thought, oh, is that it, it is the thing that he keeps losing because he doesn't want to unleash the mortal combat in himself. No, just because what is it? And then when it went to the next bit, it's like, oh no, it's not. It's just not very good anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's that because that's what I thought was like the energy it was going for. He's scared to unleash it in case he. Has in, in case he, in case like he basically yeah. like ripped the guy's fucking face off or yeah. something like that. No, just because shit. that had happened to him previously and he couldn't get back to that. So that's why he was now just like a human punching bag. Yeah, no, it's just. Shit. Nope, he was just not very good at yeah. it anymore. Disappointing. Yeah. Okay, so I just, yeah, just enjoyed that. Um, let's do some more what we've been watching. So take it away, guys. Well, what have we been watching, Becky? Well, we we we'll cover that one last. I think we all watched it. Oh, that's interesting. What's that? Didn't we? Did we? Yeah. Oh, we reviewed it last week, didn't we? The oh, father. Yeah. Jesus, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesus, man. A low week. A real low week. Yeah. So, really. Becky got me to watch Onward. Yeah, I did. Um, okay. You were so keen, No. I can see why people are. Um, but I'm just... I, 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 I'm just not for Pixar. I'm just, no, I'm just I get, not. I get that. I get that. I've spoken to a couple of people about it, actually, that are big Pixar fans in the last, like, week or so. I think it might just be a me and my childhood trauma thing. <laughs> it's... It, honestly, I can't watch it. I've watched it five times now, Ian, and I can't wow. not watch it without crying. It, like, I was a mess one. Yeah. I, 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 it's kind of all over the place, the story. But there, but there are some great moments. But the best moment in it is when um, what's his name? Barley. Barley um, sacrifices his van. 
on, she gets a pop tire and it makes it sound like a galloping noise. Yeah, it makes it like a horse Guinevere. going. Yeah. Like a van, Guinevere. Um, that, it's, yeah, I, I didn't get on with it that well, but I think that's because I don't get on with Pixar that well, um, is all I'm going to say. I'm glad you really like it, and I'm glad it traumatises you. I, I, it, it, like, without getting sort of too deep in it, making me sad, I think it's a dead dad thing. Is it? Yeah. Could be, which I can see why. Yeah. Film would have gone up. Can I give it three and a half stars, I think? So seven out of ten. Oh, but Mark, the bit where he's going through his checklist and he's realising that he's done it all, like, all the stuff that he wanted to do with his dad, he's done with his big brother. Does that not, like, make you go, oh. It does a little bit. I didn't need an hour and 40 minutes to take me there. Um, but I'm like, with all Pixar movies, they should all be short. Um, <laughs> just watch Bow over and over. Yeah. Um, and even that was too long. Um, but, I was trying to say something, it would have gone up like three stars um, instantly if somebody, somebody there who was working on the animation thing just went, right, could we just put him in a blue, like a light blue with a little swoosh on it, shell suit and a hat and some glasses. Can we make that the outfit that the dad wears? And everyone went, went wife went, just trust me. Just trust me. Because it would have been Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah. It would have been Weekend at Bernie's too. And that would have made more sense. It kind to of me. Very Weekend at Bernie's too. Not right? Weekend at Bernie's too enough for me. They were leading around him on the leash by his like by his waistband and he's like walking around crotch first like Weekend at Bernie's too. Bernie does. Yeah, but but if he'd have been wearing the the blue windbreaker, it would have made it would have been it would have made my heart sing. <laughs> Look, it, Chloe Zhao's assuming boyfriend. Yes. Why me? He's he's a a handsome chap. He's a chunk of meat, isn't he? Yeah, he he's. He's he, he clearly is somebody, but we don't all know who he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah fair enough. She is she dressed up a little bit. Yeah, more? she dressed up a little bit more. Yeah. yeah, not looking like a trash human who lives under a bridge. It's a bit harsh. Uh, right. So what else we watch next? Well, oh yeah, if you did something on your own. Yeah. Oh, check you out. So me and Isabel today watched Empire Records. Nice. It was fucking Rex Manning Day. Well, it was recently. A couple of weeks back, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah. April 14th, I believe. We haven't had a chance to watch it since then. I'm just saying, it was. Um, so, yeah, we, we watched... We, Empire Records is fucking great. It's just... it's just, it's just There's so many bits throughout it that, that are, like, peppered in that you... That are just, that are just so good. The all the Lucas stuff is, is gold. Um, Mark screaming, shoplifter, fucking great. Corey having a manic meltdown, fucking great. It's just, it's just all like you can, you can just click your fingers for like little iconic moments. Um, yeah, and it's one of his girls' favourite films, so you know I'll, I'll take that. We've got to 16, nearly 17 years old, and Empire Records is still one of her favourite movies. Yeah, today she's watched Empire Records and Pop Stars, Pop Star, Never, never Stop, stop never, never Stopping. stopping. <laughs> Good for her. Yeah. I was, um, I was upstairs doing something earlier, and I was like, "Hang on a minute, is that is that fuck Bin Laden I can hear?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's a good egg. She's got some good film taste to be fair. Nice, nice. Um, yeah, so I watched that today, and I decided that seeing as you were never going to agree to rewatch it with me, 
that I would watch. We need to talk about Kevin again. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do, do we need to talk about Kevin? It's really fucking good. Is it? Yeah. Do I need to rewatch it? Yeah, I think you do. Oh, fuck I think you need to rewatch it and just imagine someone else's face where Ezra Miller's no. admittedly very punchable face Stop. is. It, no, I didn't have a problem with Ezra, Ezra Miller until that movie. I actually quite liked him hmm. until I watched that movie. And then it made me hate him. You're supposed to hate him. I know, but I hated him too much. And it was, it's Drew Moore, isn't it? Uh, no, the other one. Um, Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton. Yeah. Did you try to tell Swinton a skinny Julianne Moore? Um, <laughs> I was going to say skinny, right? Less good hair. No, no, that. It was just, she's just a bad mother in it. She's just indulgent and bad, and that made me annoyed. The thing is, though, I think watching it, I think maybe watching it through the lens of being the parent of a fucking 16 year old who, I'd, you know, Feel, it feels sometimes like she fucking hates me. Watching it through that lens, I think, made me understand her position. Well, a I, bit I, more. I, I will give it a rewatch at some point. Give it a rewatch. Soon. Yeah, I think I don't think she is particularly indulgent. Um, what's his name? Um, John C. Riley. John C. Riley. Yes, I got one of them right. Um, is very indulgent of him, but he's well behaved in front of John C. Riley, so he just thinks he's a nice kid, and that Tilda Swinton's being neurotic. But he's really shitty to her. Like, she she full-blown fucking throws him off his, like, changing table and breaks his arm. She's not hugely indulgent of him. I don't think that's, an, that's, like, that's a lack of indulgence. That's just a lack of care and attention. No, no, she, 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 she gets angry with him because he shits himself. She changes his nappy. Like, he's, like, seven or eight at this point, and he's still wearing nappies because he can't be able to go to the toilet. So she changes him, and then he just walks away from her, looks her dead in the fucking eye, and shits himself again. <laughs> So she grabs him by the arm and throws him into the corner of the room and breaks his arm. Can I ask a question there, then? I mean, that's relatable. Can I ask a question? Go on. Does he get out of nappies after it? He does. Right, and yeah. it worked. Yeah. And fair play to her. She found a tool and she used it. I mean, no, she shouldn't be wearing nappies at that age. Yeah, it's indulgent to have a child of seven or eight years old in a nappy, isn't it? Yeah, but the problem is... That she didn't throw him against a wall earlier. No, the problem is that her and Auntie Riley are not on the same page. They're not a united team against their child, and that's what you need to be. Mm. So anyway, yeah, really fucking enjoyed it. Mm. Really liked Ezra Miller in it as well. But then well, I really like Ezra Miller in anything. Apart from real life, when he's an actual piece of shit. Apart from real life, yeah. He's, a, he's an engaging screen presence, though. He is. He's, 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 just he's a good actor. He's a bit of a cunt. Well, she watched that. Uh, that was it. That was it. Yeah. Right. Uh, right. What else did we watch then, Max? We watched some sneaky planes, didn't we? We did watch snakes on a plane. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, we wanted something dumb. Yeah. Fun. So we watched sneaky plane. Um, snakes on a plane is 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 fucking great. Fucking grim, isn't it? As well. It, it's it's gory. Yeah. It's grimmer than I remember. Um. Those snakes are fucking thirsty as well. They are. They are some fucking horny snakes. They are. They are yeah. They're fucking. They're they're tit biting, dick biting, fucking horny if snakes. If there's a place to go through, go for for biting. They will go for an erogenous. Oh zone. yeah, they attack the erogenous zones yeah. like motherfuckers. Really disappointing they don't kill that baby though. Uh, slightly disappointing they didn't kill the baby. Yeah. Um, I actually aren't disappointed they didn't kill the baby, but I can appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, the thing is, I remember going to see Snakes on a Plane at the cinema and really, really liking it. And then 
literally telling everybody that I really liked it. I'm going, really? It's called Snakes in a Plane. And me going, yeah. So, so what is it? Just a bunch of snakes in a plane. It's like, yes. That is literally what it's said. It's not just, they're not just like eating peanuts and shit. They're just <laughs> they're biting way. people. Um, it's, it's a lot of snakes on a plane, plus added bonus Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. Talking about motherfucking snakes on motherfucking, motherfucking planes. Plane. Yeah. And then there's a big giant bastard. That eats a man. I didn't enjoy the bit where the cat got killed, though. It's a dog. It's a, it's a dog. It's a handbag cat. dog. It's fucking not the cat in the carrier in the cargo hold. Oh, no, there's a shit about a cat. I do. It's dead. I don't give a shit about the fucking handbag dog. Yeah, the handbag dog, when literally it gets thrown and the snake just catches it like a fucking dog catching a tree. Fake shares dog. Yes. Yeah. I've just got to say, Daniel Kaluuya does not look like he wants to be having photos taken of him. I don't know if you just saw any of that. Yeah, a little bit. He, 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 he looks uncomfortable, doesn't he? That that was some fucking obligation shit. That yeah, was. Yeah. Very um, random having Elsa Pataki in there as well. Like, now she's Elsa Pataki, Chris Hemsworth's wife, and then she was just like, Elsa Pataki, random hot, woman. With, hot Puerto Rican. Yeah, with, with a baby. Yeah. Carried around the carry. Yeah. She gets sad about because she gets out. Yeah. And then it turns on... Um, yeah, that was a bit gross, wasn't it? Yeah, it turns on like Keenan sucking... from Keenan and Cal. No, it wasn't. It wasn't him. It was, it was the other one. It was both of them. Oh, no, it was the other one that was like... Well, it was Keenan and Cal. No. No, Keenan is, is one of them, but then the other one, the other security guard man is like... Yeah, I think I've got a bite on my nuts. And it's like, dude, really? She's just sucking poison out of a little boy's arm. That's not erotic, you fucking freak. Yeah, and I, I, I did Bobby Carnival there. Before his turn in um, West Side Story. Um, <laughs> As Ansel Elgort. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so on a similarly dumb note, <laughs> I mean, this could be any of them, to be fair, but on a similarly dumb note, we watched Baywatch. Yep. Yeah, we nice. did. Yeah. Like yeah. some Baywatch. This, 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 I think this is my fourth or fifth watch of Baywatch in the past, like, in the three and a bit years since it came out. It's really fucking funny to say watch. It is an awful lot of fun. Um, I I am it, in, a, in the in the, the spirit of the Oscars. I, I I still think it's wrong that Zac Efron didn't get nominated for best supporting actor for this. Have you seen Zac Efron recently? Recent pictures. Everyone's very upset about his face. Oh it's yeah. Very fucking mess. Yeah, I think he's just bad photoshopping by whoever's released the photo though. It's that bad work, or he's been no, had a few heavy nights. No, it, it's, do, it's bad photoshopping on it because mm. there was literally pictures of him like a week ago out with his Australian girlfriend in Australia, and he did not look like that at all. He was apparently broken up with her. I don't think he's had that much surgery in a week, though, Becky. I know, but he might have, he might have relapsed. What? Well, he's been on college, isn't he? It, it looks like it, it, he's very puffy. He look, he, he's a love the cocaine. Uh, um. But anyway, Baywatch. Baywatch. <laughs> uh, knows exactly what it's doing. Um, and uh, revels in it being fucking just daft and ridiculous. Mm. Um, the, the the bit, the, the, the great moment with Hasselhoff and, um, and, and, and The Rock both discussing why they're both called Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> Which is... It just seems to get it. It's a movie that very much gets itself. And the sad thing about the, about Beer Watch is that 
the, the 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 wider public didn't get it at the cinema. Yeah. You know, it's become quite popular since. Mm. But because it didn't make money at the cinema, we didn't get the sequels that we should have had and we deserved. See, I like the sequels of this. Yeah. Everyone needs really good at Fun. what they're meant to yeah. be doing. Like, obviously, one of the standout scenes is the Dwayne The Rock Johnson versus Zac Efron shirtless extended scene which is always fun yeah it is you know that literally everybody when zach efron is doing the monkey bars thing shirtless there isn't a single person man woman fucking chair or (laughs) anything that isn't there going damn (laughs) (laughs) the thing is that i said to you at the time it's just his body is fucking bonkers it's not even like you're looking at it going yeah that's super attractive i'd hit that it's just like how is there that many muscles in the human torso? That doesn't even seem like like it would all fit. Yeah. To a human, normal person. It, 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 it does. It looks like he like, like he has he has got fake muscles there. <laughs> like he is he's invented some muscles. Yeah. Um, and we also watched Hard Rain, didn't we? We love Hard Rain because don't we? yeah, because it just I was tired and couldn't be asked to think of anything to watch. So I was like, make sure I watch Hard Rain. <laughs> Suggested no, you didn't. Oh no, I suggested the ne- the other one, the night after Judgment Night. Yeah, but we didn't watch that. I know, but like they they're a double bill in my head. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so we watched um. Uh, yeah, Hard Rain. It's it's just a lot of fun. There's a lot of rain in it. It's a very wet movie. I like weather movies. Mini Driver. Uh, Mini Drivers in there. Mini yeah. Driver's great, and um, it, it's got Christian Slater in it. Brilliant. It's Morgan Freeman in that in that period where he he was making like a lot of movies like this before mm. he became statesman Morgan Freeman. He was just <laughs> National Treasure Morgan yeah, Freeman. He was just holy shit, I've been I've been fucking jobbing acting for thirty years. Yeah. I'm gonna take advantage of my post Shawshankness. Uh but yeah, it's it's a still a great amount of fun. I'm unsure what's happening on screen at the moment. It appears to be Chloe Zhao and two of the actual people from Nomad. Yeah. Um, and Chloe Zhao's partner. We tried to justify a movie by saying that she was trying to tell their story or some bullshit. Yeah. Um, There's also another one that you've forgotten about. Is there? What? Yeah, I don't think we talked about last, last week. Starship Troopers. Did we finish watching it? Did we not? We didn't finish watching it. Did we Spoilers for next week, guys. We didn't finish watching it. Starship Troopers. Yep. Yep, so that's, that, that's everything we watched this week. Cool. Okay. Um, I've got a couple more. So um, now concluded my watch along with Blank Check of the uh, Elaine May directorial films. So um, watched uh, Mikey and Nikki which is uh, Peter Falk and John Cassavetes. Um, very different from her first two films. Um, it's basically two friends um, who are kind of in with bad people. One of them's absolutely convinced that he's going to get murdered that night and the other one has to try and help him while at the same time he knows that he's going to be murdered and... Uh, is also kind of working with the people trying to murder him. Um, like, quite 
a, a very very new york movie um it's all it, it's got that kind of like almost like an after hours vibe to it um which i, I quite enjoyed um not as funny as her other films uh, i mean intentionally so but um that there is some good stuff in there but i yeah i mean it's probably the one the one of hers i like the least um Cassavetes plays a, a, a bit of a fucking scumbag and he's really off-putting and folk's not much better but he's quite charming because he's peter folk but um yeah that's uh mikey and nikki um and last one for me this week uh ishtar uh so um the film that was kind of synonymous with like bloated Hollywood excess in the eighties absolutely killed May's directorial career dead. She hasn't made a film um, since she's, she's still with us. Um, and she hasn't directed a film since um, she won a Wait, Tony. A couple, hasn't she? Sorry. She's written a couple, hasn't she? I think she's maybe done a bit of um, kind of like background work. She did quite a lot of like, rewritey type stuff um yeah before ishtar but um you know she was uh, she appeared on broadway and won a tony a few years back so like she's she's definitely around um but yeah this is um warren Beatty and dustin hoffman playing these two just awful singer songwriters um who accept a gig in morocco and get involved uh accidentally with a plot to overthrow the 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 regime um in the uh country of um or area of um ishtar um this film's really fucking funny i really like i really liked it right from like literally Hoffman and Beatty are trying to come up with some song lyrics uh, over the opening titles before you even see them. And I was laughing. Um, Beatty is playing like the goofball. Dustin Hoffman's the straight man. And you just wouldn't expect that at all. And Beatty, like he's got this constant inferiority complex about how Dustin Hoffman is like really good with women. And it's like, but it's, you're Warren Beatty, but he, <laughs> but he plays it like as such a kind of like well-meaning goofball that he actually gets away with kind of de-sexing himself. Um, it's like really, that's really interesting. Um, Isabella Jani is also in it. And there is an extended bit where she keeps on getting confused for a teenage boy, which <laughs> is fucking incredible. Um, <laughs> um yeah i just it, it happens a, it happens a couple times it, it, i was fucking howling just like watching it um charles grodin's also in there as a cia agent who's using dustin hoffman's character and he's so fucking like stoic and like his reactions to some of the shit that hoffman comes out with are it's sensational it's there's not necessarily many like funny lines in in the film but the interactions and the reactions to to each other are just uh, just amazing um i yeah i laugh pretty much all the way through i mean it gets quite convoluted towards the end but it kind of feels like that's on purpose um 
I had a yeah, I had a really really good time with Ishtar. And uh, if you've not seen it, it's only about an hour forty five minutes long. It's really worth your time. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I liked I, it a lot. I've seen it, but I definitely will. After you kind of like sort of reminded me of its existence, that I've gone. I have not watched that in a long time. I think that's definitely due a, a fun rewatch. I remember, I remember really enjoying it uh, when I watched it a long time ago. And I think I watched it based on the fact that it had Charles Grodin in it. Yeah. Because uh, at the time, obviously, Midnight Run and running from there, I didn't watch anything with Charles Grodin in it. He's he's really really strong support as well. Like he's he's very very fucking funny. Um, but yeah. Um, and uh, Elaine May, like she was announced to di- direct a, f- a film that I think was going to be for Netflix, starring Dakota Johnson. It was announced a couple of years back, and there's been nothing about it ever since. Um, so maybe it's maybe that's not happening. But um. Yeah, I don't know. It it did the story like Ishtar's making is interesting as well. Like um Dustin Hoffman like looked at the screenplay, he was like this should all be set in New York, the New York stuff's really funny, but then what but Warren Beatty was saying, Look, I'm gonna back you all the way and then apparently as soon as problems started happening with the production, Warren Beatty just kind of threw out uh, Elaine May under the bus. Um and it, yeah, I mean, it's such it's such a shame because all her films feel very much of a piece, despite the fact that, you know, Mikey and Nikki is completely different from Ishtar. Ishtar is completely different from A New Leaf. Um, I, I mean, I'd say Heartbreak Kid and New Leaf uh, definitely do very much directly feel like it's the same director um but yeah i've had a i've had a bit of a blast um uh watching these films um and the blank check nakes miniseries is going to be on john singleton and yeah there's there's some good stuff in john singleton can i just interrupt while you look up john singleton's filmography you certainly can does viola davis ever not just look amazing yeah it's a hell of a dress isn't it Mm. No, uh, her her fitness updates when she was posting about <laughs> losing the uh, Marini's uh, weight were just like, holy heck, woman! <laughs> she's an attractive woman. She's a very attractive woman. Mm. And you look at her going, she's looking, going, she's saying something really important mm. um, to um, the the smiling um, lady, Juliana Rancic. I have no idea who that is. The, the one that looks like a bobblehead. Yeah, Juliana Ronson. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yes. She does, yeah. Um, her body is far it, too small for us. Who, who, who looks like she's not understanding a single thing that Viola Davis is saying. And Viola Davis right now is, is, is hoping that at some point she can develop Kano's power of the eye and just burn that woman to death. That guy next to her is just like... You are not coming through this night unscathed. Yeah. Bobblehead lady. The, the guy that's with Alan and his husband is literally just going, nodding along going, Fiona Davis' his fucking husband. How cool in my life. To be fair though, he looks pretty flat as well. He yeah, does. does. Yeah. He, he, he does. But yeah, he's... Power couple. Loving it. Yeah. Wouldn't begrudge her winning. No. No. Yeah, not a massive fan of Ma Rainey's black bottom, but... She's 
you know, she's pretty fucking good in it. I mean, I'd, it'd be nice if Mulligan won, mind. We'll see what happens. Yeah, it, 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 it seems to be between those two, and if either of them win, I'll be very much like... Who's Yeah, Kerry Mulligan and, and mm, Bella Davis. Mm. If either of those win, I'll be very much... Yeah, fair enough. I, again... It's not Francis McFucking Dorman. Again, like, uh, like you, Ian, I'm not that big on Maureen's Black Bottom, but I do think Bella Davis is fantastic. She's really it. good in it. The sinister air that she has to her, she's fucking terrifying. Yeah. Mm. I'll tell you what, if McDormand wins, I may just go to bed. Uh, yeah, I'll agree on that. If, you know, if yeah, if she wins, it kind of feels like, all right, this is where the night's going then. Um, but hey, um, so I think that's actually it for the normal show. I think it kind of is, isn't it? Yeah. Do you have any questions? Are you even asked for any I, I didn't. I, I got really confused. You got terrible. Uh, yeah, I am. Not a good day. No. No, I don't know. Um, but yeah, so no, we have anything. Have you got any questions, Becky? Ask the question. Go on. What's Rizarmed? Like, yes, yeah, Rizarmed was just doing his missus's hair. That's brilliant. Yep. Just, just, just cue, cue, cue the outrage from the internet. <laughs> That's a fucking good-looking couple. Jesus. Baron, I'm sure she's a really lovely person, but she's in a piece of shit film. Yeah. Fuck you, Maria Bakalova. Well, what just happened there? What just happened with the bobblehead lady there? Just cut back to her and she just looked like she shit herself. <laughs> Maybe did. Shit, she really did. So, um, patrons, um, you'll notice the runtime of this, so just keep on listening and we'll uh, get into Oscar Bayesian. Uh uh, regular feed listeners patreon.com forward slash film bastards for that and more two dollars a month um we'll be back next week with the michael b jordan starring without remorse oh i'm looking forward to that yep same um god carrie put on some fucking makeup all right well what you i mean make an effort you're gonna go make an effort she made an effort with the dress who i'm glad i'm glad that you're saying this Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Could you got Daniel, a, a Leslie Odom Jr. just blowing down. <laughs> I think I'm like ten seconds behind you guys. Um, you, oh, you're going to really dig in a second. Um, what oh. is it? Oh, what are they doing? Oh, they're running around. Oh, good for them. Yeah, it's who's this person? Oh, oh that's. Oh, that's fucking great. That looks so genuine, those two. Yeah. Oh, that's it. lovely. Yeah, who the fuck are these? They literally just cut off the Borat's daughter to just show other people. Seriously, who the fuck are these two, then? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Gold tall lady and blue smaller lady. Yeah. Oh, hang on, that's not Andre Day, is it? They've gone off our screen now. We're on yeah. Mario Bacalova again. Yeah, oh, same. He's squishing her fits together. She's squishing her boobs. <laughs> I, think, I think we saw a little more than we were supposed to there, didn't we? Oh, okay. Um, seen more than we need to in the Borat movie, so... I don't think that's her, though. No, but still. Ugh. I think that's a... Classless bitch. Called Merkins. Gross. <laughs> oh, blimey, yeah, okay. She just squeezed her boobs there. Wow, <laughs> <wait>. <laughs> That's uh, 
going back, so Ian, for the, do you know what films they're covering then on this blank check thing for John Singleton? Well, it's just they do every every film of the director's career. Oh, so you get Boys in the Hood. Mm-hmm. You get Poetic Justice, which we covered on an episode of uh, Bastards back in the day. Oh, wow, yeah, yeah. Uh, higher Learning, that's going to be a fucking interesting one to watch now. Mm. Oh, that's a fucking film. That actually, weirdly, Higher Learning was uh, on my list of movies to get you for playing it forward. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Uh, I'd be up for that. Yeah, that's that's gonna be very interesting to, to, to see how that plays now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, looking forward to it. They, they, they apparently they've been wanting to do, um, cover him for years, so um, it, it seems like they've got shit to say. So no, it'll be good. Um, okay, so um, thank you very much, uh, Mark and Becky, for the regular show. Thank you very much, Ian. And uh, we will end the regular show there. This podcast is part of the Pod Syndicate family. For more criminally compelling shows, articles, and conversations, head to wearepodsyndicate.com. <laughs>